within After Dark. The episode they're calling Too Hot for TV. The Forbidden Episode. The Yet Unrated Episode. You've been good all day. You deserve to unwind. Maybe the kids are asleep, or maybe you don't have kids. Maybe you're with that special someone or all alone. So turn down the lights, light some candles, put some berry white on the hi-fi. Put on a pair of gross, stretchy flannel pajamas you would not wear in public. Because we're going where no weight loss podcast has gone before. We only look thin after dark. Dark, 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 dark. So... Are you thinking what I'm thinking? I don't know. I think I'm thinking what you're thinking because the blinds are drawn, the lights are down low. Nobody can see. It's late at night. Nobody can see. We've had a long, hard day. So how about we order some takeout? That's exactly what I was thinking. (laughs) I totally want takeout. Yeah, takeout sounds fantastic. That sounds amazing. Then then 30 minutes later, we can order some more takeout so that the drivers don't run into each other. That is a fantastic idea because if we have them like spaced out, sort of like a a landing pattern in LAX, like nobody, nobody has to know that we ordered takeout twice in one night. We could order takeout every 30 minutes. (laughs) That would be amazing. Or if, and if it wasn't uh, 30 minutes or less, then do we get some sort of rebate for not eating in 30 minutes or less? Or Anyway, we're still wordsmithing this, but we're here to talk to you about what happens after dark. Yes, late night eating and not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the like, look, we're grownups. We, we've been married for, for 20 years. We're grown-ups. Grown I can't ups. stop doing it. I know. We oh, just want to talk yeah. like very well. Ain't none of your concern. Ain't none of your concern. Um, but I think there is a... We spent a good number of years and a good number of late nights alone eating a lot of food and sitting on the couch. We sure did. We sure did. And and to prove it, we have photos. <laughs> at my highest, this is We Only Look Thin. And I am Catherine Weigel. And I, at my heaviest, was 300 pounds. And I've lost about 150 pounds. This is my co-host, Donald Weigel. Oh, I'm your co-host. Co-host. <laughs> and, and husband. And husband. And you've lost? I've lost, well, it depends on the day. Oh, my gosh. I've Just lost a little you. over 100 pounds. <laughs> He's technical, everybody. This morning when I weighed myself, I was actually down 105 pounds, well, all which right. is my lowest oh, weight yet. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Losing that weight. Losing it. I think I found it, but <laughs> maybe <laughs> there's a finite amount of energy in the universe, yeah. and I think I found his five pounds. I think we've said this before, that like, like whenever, like we can't both be on our game completely at the same time, because no, there's I, only so much going I, on. I feel it. like I'm doing well this week, but uh, but this is a weight loss podcast. Uh, we are we, we only look thin. Uh, we have lost over 250 pounds cumulatively. Oh, that's good math. It is. And we uh, we are here to inspire you uh, to maybe not get triple takeout in one night and maybe give you some alternative choices to your poor choices <laughs> because we made bad choices for many, many years. And many, now we many, are, many years. Now we are uh, bullying one another into making healthy choices <laughs> for the most part. Are we bullying one another? 
I don't know, sometimes. Like yeah. the other day, I was like, hey, do you want to get ice cream at that one time? Oh, yeah. And yeah, you were and like, I was like, no, no, we're not going to do that. No, have you seen yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. No, we had, uh, our power was out for two days. It was uh, a nice breezy 113 degrees, and the power went out in our neighborhood. And uh, Yeah, it was out for two full days, and I went to 7-Eleven to get ice, and they didn't have any, and I thought we were about five minutes from The Walking the Dead. The Walking yeah, like, like I just thought all I was gonna have to start fighting people for bags of ice for, for like frozen vegetables so we could like you know cool our tur- turns out the grocery store down the street every, yeah. every like it was only like a half block radius basically yeah, around we were, our place. we were right in the center of but, it but uh, but it was thunderdome there for a minute we got feral really quick really and fast the first Lord day of the flies the first day I was talking into a conch the first day <laughs> I did a great job and I was like I'm on task and then the second day. I was kind of losing it because we thought the power was going to be out for another couple of days. We had no uh, power. We had to throw away most of our food. We ended up eating at restaurants and going to the movies. We did. uh, You know, like they do in Walking Dead. (laughs) Just like The Walking Dead. It's that brutal out there, people. But it made us very conscious of how quickly we can slide into really bad behaviors. uh, Or we. I should say me because you were fine uh, and you're at your lowest weight. So... Congratulate! Hats off Thank to you. you. I'm gonna go Thank put on the hat you. so I can no, go. I hats ate, off to you. I ate some food when we were out. Uh, but week. congratulations on Thank your you. new lowest weight loss. That is uh, our you. highest weight loss, lowest weight loss, lowest weight. Um, but we are here to talk about uh, the choices that we make when we are tired, when we've had a long day, when we have not had a long day, and we still just want to sit on the couch and eat all the snacks because that is easy and. Uh, not the best choice, and that got me up to 300 pounds because I did that quite often, more than I uh, I told myself I did. It's like, yes. why are you 300 pounds? I don't know. It's I probably, don't know. It's, it's probably my thyroid. Probably a thyroid. Not problem. the multiple. It's because life isn't fair. Life isn't fair. My boss is uh, cantankerous and no bueno. Your I was boss trying to was think. both of the both of those things. <laughs> <laughs> Your current boss is very nice. No, my current boss is awesome. Um, but uh, we spent decades, literally decades, uh, enabling one another's bad behaviors, and uh, we did it together, enabling. And we also, uh, when we were on our own, we also did it. So this doesn't matter if you uh, live alone. Yes. You can you enable yourself because that's what we did. Yes. Uh, no, but like you would go out of town or something, and I'd be like, "Oh, now I can unwind in my gross flannel pajamas." Oh yeah, yeah, um, that's true. There were times I didn't. Well, anyway, we don't have to get into that. <laughs> this is a podcast. This is what yeah. we're getting into. No, but we we spent two decades enabling negative or uh, behavior, and now we are promoting positive behavior in one another. So we're going to talk to you today about how you can uh, enable positive behavior. And yourself. Let's start giving the people some positive advice. Let's do it. You start. So recently, uh, somebody on our Facebook page posted that, um, I'm going to get the exact dessert wrong, but that there was some dessert that would call to them late at night that they just couldn't resist. And the answer is don't have that dessert in your home. Yeah, I. Uh, one of the things that I took from Weight Watchers, one of the, the biggest things was do not bring the devil home with you. And the devil takes many forms. The devil for Donald takes the forms of... Uh, mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. <laughs> you know. Like, I was, I couldn't think of one food I liked when you said that all of a sudden. See, I, well, since we have been on this uh, weight loss adventure journey, um, yes. I used to 
as many do, come home after work uh, and mad men it and just have a little cocktail to unwind. And then when I decided that I would cut out alcohol, I turned to sweets and hummus and ate lots of food. And um, so I, I'm much more of a a sweets kind of person and any excuse I have to eat uh, cookies and uh, cakes and stuff like that. Um, I have things that I enjoy eating that I feel dignified about having that are indulgent. And then I eat garbage food uh, from my daughter's lunchbox remains. So, <laughs> so I have to watch myself uh, and those like, uh, I'm tired, I deserve it, like little indulgences. So there are certain things, even after losing 150 pounds, that I cannot have in the house. That I just know that if I buy more than one, like it's all over for me. And that might sound... Um, strange because like, oh, I've lost 150 pounds. Like I can indulge. It's not a big deal. And, but that, uh, 300 pound person inside me still wants to eat all of the tasty cakes. Yeah. And you know, having, having copious amounts of large bags of Doritos in the house would not be a great plan for me. Um, you know, I would, I would eat one late at night and then before I knew it, I would be at the bottom of the bag. So not bringing those home or only having them around in very small containers because there's just something like psychological about having to open that next small bag that is enough of a barrier. Yeah, and there are definitely people out there who can tr- can control themselves. This is not the show for you because <laughs> there there are things that I need to abstain from, and then there are things that I can moderate. Like I could I could work in a Twizzler factory and never be uh, tempted at all, but then there are things now still that I have to be really honest with myself. And I mean, the other day I was at the store and I was like, oh, there's a fun shortbread cookie individual pack. It's a Lorna Dunes. I'll do- Those would be great for our daughter. <laughs> <laughs> she loves Lorna oh, Dune. Oh, yeah, yeah. She, she talks loves about them. Lorna Dune all the time. Mm. She was Lorna Dune for Halloween. She named characters after Lorna Dune in her online writing thing. Yeah. Uh, and I had, I still have to be super honest and be like, I am not in a position right now to bring those into the house. So being honest with yourself, which isn't to say you shouldn't still have things like that, but have them in public, have one uh, in a crowd of people who are watching you. Um, you know, it's that it's that temptation to eat in secret, which live broadcasted on Facebook. Yes. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Only eat snacks if you live broadcast it on Facebook. That's a great. Yeah. That's a new one. That yeah, you're gonna get a lot of posts there but you know i think the the evening time is a great time to either by yourself or with someone else sit on the couch watch tv veg out you've had a hard day and it is um a habit and there are things that you can replace that habit with and we still we were uh in our uh, online communities we uh we have people who are talking about not being able to control themselves and what do they do and you know no one is getting pizza takeout at eight o'clock in the morning it's always yeah like the morning you have more resolve it's a fresh day it's a clean slate and by you know the time the day winds on and you've had stresses and you're tired the choices that we make in the evening are not our, like, I'm totally going to have, I'm going to wake up at midnight and have, like, some radishes. Like, nobody does that. That's not what you do at midnight. <laughs> oh, man, I'm going to go cut up those radishes dark. and eat them. Yeah, like, I, I think most people, you know, it's it's a real, you know, documented phenomenon that 
that I have my strongest willpower early in the day, and then as the day goes on, it weakens and weakens and weakens, and before I know it at night, I've got I've got hardly any left. And so I've designed my diet to eat as little as possible in the morning and then eat more and more as the day goes on and always save calories. So another tip that I have is, you know, know when your bedtime is. And I know they say don't eat before bed, but for me, I almost have to. I love eating before I go to sleep. <laughs> um, because like I, I need, to, if I don't, then I run the risk of just letting myself get too hungry. And then I start, I eat one thing. And before I know it, I'm eating lots of things that are unplanned and not part of, of my, of my day, not part of the calories that I had allotted for myself. And so I always save calories for right before bed, and I always know my bedtime. I don't, um, I don't make a habit of staying up later than I say I'm going to, and I eat that last thing right before I get in bed, and that works he very well like, for me. He doesn't like eat it and then hop under the sheets. Like it's yeah. not like and go, but it's knowing yourself and being a student of your habits. And last time I checked the calendar. There are 365 nights a year. And so to be surprised every night that you're like, I, di I couldn't control myself. Ah, it's like, okay, it's coming. It's coming tonight. And then you know what? It's coming again tomorrow night. And I spent decades being a victim to, I don't know what to do. I can't control myself. I'm bored. I'm tired. I'm lonely. I'm overwhelmed. I deserve it. Like, you know, no one will know. Let's just indulge. Like, and then it's so... It's such a habitual, comforting habit, except for the lack of comfort in my pants, which <laughs> <laughs> which at one point, if you've been following from the beginning, got so tight, I thought I was going to rip them at work. And so I had to uh, grow up and stop being a victim of my own choices. And uh, I still, you know, I think I recover a lot faster now, whereas before, if I had an overindulgent evening, I would... Um, then have an overindulgent, you know, like October and November. <laughs> and it would be like, oh no, one night. And then I'd be, you know, I would avoid the scale for months and months. So I love Donald being aware of where he is and that he likes eating at night. And so he saves calories for the evening. Yeah. And, it, and it's mostly because if I start, if I eat the bulk of my calories earlier in the day, then I get hungry later and my willpower is low and I then cave in to urges that I don't want to cave into. And I end up eating a lot of things that I don't that I don't want to eat. Well, I mean, I want to eat them, but I don't want to eat them uh, in terms of my weight loss uh, goals. So one of the things that uh, really helped me, and I didn't do this until later in my weight loss, uh, was pre-tracking my evening indulgence. So I, you know, I count my calories on my Fitbit, and whether you count calories or whether you uh, just do a meal plan where each day you kind of know what you're going to eat, if you set aside literally, like I am going to have this package of Oreo, like this, you know, mini package of Oreos, I am going to have this pint of Halo Top, I'm going to have kettle corn, whatever it is, mentally setting it aside or physically putting it aside in the refrigerator with the day of, you know, the date that you're going to have on it and say to yourself, when this is gone, I am done eating. Like there is no more food coming. There's no more, oh, just one bite. And yeah, tell yourself the kitchen's closed. 
you yeah. know, it, it it's it's a mental barrier. But when you tell yourself these things, they become true, you know. Well, and I think, too, I mean, I learned a lot from online accountability groups where we would actually do, you know, kitchen is closed check ins. And um, I started recently doing uh, intermittent fasting, which is there's just an app called Zero, Z-E-R-O. And it tracks, you know, when you start eating and when you stop eating. And I, I don't, I like intermittent fasting, I don't see it as a weight loss model, but it's just kind of a, I'm closing the kitchen, I'm opening the kitchen. And having that app to uh, use to be accountable to has actually really helped me because I am not making great choices after 8.30 at night. Like nothing good happens. I just get snacky and I, you know, like, oh, just one more. Like, what's the big deal? And it betrays me every time. And I, you know, it still happens to me. On Sunday, I just ate whatever I wanted. The scale was not agreeable to that. And I had heartburn and I had like stomach ache and I had high, you know, my, my blood pressure was up. And, you know, so I paid the price for that. So the closing the kitchen has been really critical for me. It has been, uh, you know, it just sort of takes the pressure off because, the you know, I can't literally lock the kitchen door. No vault is going to close. But mentally just telling myself you're done has really helped me. And, you know, I I have, uh, Catherine was talking about pre-tracking. Um, I've only recently, in the last few months, started doing that. And I think it's really helped me. I've mentioned on this podcast before, um, I work primarily on TV shows and I I had a long time where my schedule was fairly stable, and um, this job I just finished was not that at all, and I had a lot of very long days and a very late nights, and um, I, it really helped me to say to myself, okay, this is what I'm going to eat today, and I would write it all down, oh, I would record it in my Fitbit log on my phone, uh, ahead of time and like that was it like this is all I'm allowed to have and I would tell myself that you know this is it and I made that true and I made it real and that sort of brings me to my next uh, my next point is that you have to plan you have to plan for your days um, because when you fail to plan, then you don't have a plan. That is a wise saying that I think many that's people, the old... <laughs> I think that is what is written and inscribed on our wedding bands. <laughs> I believe it is. Yeah, I'm going to have to take mine off to look at it to be sure, because I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure that's it. But I think we, it is so easy to fall victim to, I'm too tired to plan. I'm too, you know, oh, I, I can't control myself. And, you know, we, we don't live in... vacuums dyson vacuums we don't live in Mm -mm. dyson vacuums but we don't live in controlled circumstances where we're going to be able to you know prevent our uh you know our spouses from eating differently than us our kids bringing home things from school uh neighbors bringing things over having things at work and so having a set of rules for yourself can really help take the pressure off because then you're not in the moment making choices like those those impulsive choices that we put ourselves through of like should I shouldn't I well just one more well how about that and all of those loopholes that we give ourselves it it wears us down having to make all those choices and if you just say I don't eat after 8 30 like it takes the guesswork out these are my calories for the day these are the foods that I'm eating for the day like it it takes the pressure off of your evening self and having a plan in place 
you know, a plan and a backup plan, and um, you can't always control everything that's around you, but, you know, I plan during the week, I plan on the weekend, I make food that I'm going to eat throughout the week. I, I prep it, I make sure I go to the grocery store and I buy it, and then I have backup food in the cupboard. I know that sounds I know that sounds crazy maybe to some people, but I have food that doesn't require refrigeration. It doesn't require um, uh, any real preparation other than opening it's it. It's called Soylent Green, and you, <laughs> too, can have it in your it's cupboard. It's not at all made of people. Not many. Despite not what many you've heard. people. Not many people. Uh, and I... Like, I, I I don't really meal prep, and he does. Like aside from making hard boiled eggs, like Don's uh, Don's meal prep game is on lock right now because his weekdays are full. My weekdays are full, and I have to be prepared. If if I just get overwhelmed on the weekend, or you know, by overwhelmed I mean do lots of more fun things than I had anticipated, or something happens. You know, we had a we went to San Diego and spoke at the wonderful Idea World um, hit. Hitness, fitness and health conference. I combined fitness and fitness and health into fitness. Um, and you know, we didn't. I didn't have any chance to meal prep, so I had to plan ahead and make sure I had food that was just ready to go for me that I could, you know, pull out of the refrigerator and or the cabinet and and not have to spend time on. Well, and it's. I think that ties into uh, not getting takeout uh, because. I used to make myself so tired and overwhelmed that I would just succumb to takeout because I was too tired to do anything. And there are certain nights of the week, uh, like Friday nights, we have something going on and I get my daughter or I get our daughter um, Chipotle and I don't have it, but it takes the pressure off of me to cook for her so that I can just make myself something lighter and I don't have to worry about, you know, a balanced meal for, for her. And having those backup meals that are like, just throw it in the oven so you don't have to go, oh gosh, should we get takeout and pizza and Chinese food and quesadillas? Uh, it is those those game day choices that we make or those evening choices where you're feeling tired and you're feeling emotional don't put yourself through that like it it has been so much better to have backup easy meals to make heat and serve things that i don't have to put much effort into i even make like uh, a package of turkey burgers and then just keep them in the refrigerator and then when my daughter is hungry uh, I just give her a turkey burger on a bun and she's happy and it's already cooked. And so it, it's not like I have to do more work. So just a, a little bit of, of extra effort uh, can save you from the dominoes, man. Yeah, do something now that your future self is going to thank you for. Well, and two, there are ways, you know, closing the kitchen is it has worked for me. But I know that when one has idle time, the the tendency to graze or just grab a snack can be really strong and distracting yourself can really help whether you you know if you're watching tv um use your rebounder if you have one when you're rebounding it's really hard to eat uh jelly beans at the same time yeah so so use your rebounder do some uh some hand weights in front of the tv uh you could even take up knitting for you know this hot summer weather <laughs> no but there are people who do knitting or yeah. they, they paint their nails or they you know uh give themselves pedicures yeah do something you know productive or something that you enjoy that that kind of distracts you from eating keeps your mind off of it do a puzzle organize the mail order organize photo albums do a mail puzzle a mail puzzle <laughs> <laughs> 
scrapbook your mail. Scrapbook your mail. And you know, I mean, you can you can come up with gimmicks and tricks to to keep yourself on track. Um, and there are times when I need kind of my little toolbox of, oh gosh, I'm really snacky. What should I do? Okay, I'm going to do my nails because literally if I don't do my nails, I am going to eat everything. There are times when I still feel really weak. But I think in the end, and this may come as a surprise to many, but we're grown-ups. We are grown-ups. Whoa, whoa, what? whoa. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. And... I, it took me until my 40s to start owning my choices and stop listening to my, the lies I would tell myself and to stop eating emotionally when every single hiccup in life would drive me into the kitchen. And I am very grateful that I at least have, have taken on that self-awareness to let go of the stories because I, I really didn't think I had a choice before. I thought life was too much to take. I thought I deserved the comfort of food. But in the end, we pay a price for every choice that we make. We, make a, we pay a price for the good and the bad choices. And sure, you know, Donald uh, pre-tracking his food or meal prepping for an hour on a Sunday takes up time, but it saves us so much time in the future for our future selves for making, you know, last minute indulgent choices. Yeah, it's investing now so that it pays off later. And I'm always grateful on Thursday, Friday that I still have things to eat because I'm usually at that point in the work week, I just couldn't even do it at that point. Well, and you've said too that at work, once you start, it's really hard to stop. Once you give in to the afternoon donut or the morning bagel it's like the day's already over why not just keep going so yeah i have a real problem with that and i i think that that's actually one of my other tips is that you know for me i would find if i ended up having to stay up later than i want having to be at work longer than i wanted if i started to eat treats um too soon i couldn't stop and so i forced myself to eat real food um, and by real food, I mean, you know, food I would eat during the daytime. Um, that's not, you know, chips. That's not chocolate. That's not, you know, dessert, snacky things that are going to set me down a path that I can't come back from. Right. So he saves those indulgences just before bed so that he doesn't have to wait another two or three hours to then go, oh, gosh, I'm going to go back to my radish collection and eat those. Yeah. And there are lots of times where I want to save calories for dessert and I end up, you know, stuck at work later than I thought or I know I'm going to be later. And if I if I go, well, I I saved calories for dessert, I'll eat this dessert. Then I eat the dessert and then I'm awake for another hour, another two hours, three hours. And before I know it, I'm eating a second dessert, a third dessert, and I'm, I'm way off track. But if I make myself, if I force myself to stick to real food, um, even if I end up going over my calories, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not like I go crazy over my calories because I'm sticking to things that are reasonable in their caloric yeah, amount. Yeah, he, he didn't get to 250 pounds because of his cherry tomato habit. Like, that was not the issue. So I think in all of this, like I said, uh, spoiler alert, we are grown-ups and we can make choices and we can plan ahead. And the more soberly we can plan, not 
eight o'clock at night after you've had a hard day, after you know you've had an annoying phone call, you're tired. Uh, the more you can plan ahead for your future self, the easier easier it becomes. It feels really unfair at first, but it's also unfair to rip your jeans when you're at work <laughs> because you can't fit into them anymore. And I was at that point. So this isn't coming from a place of judgment. This is understanding. And I still struggle with it. And the biggest difference now is that I do not wait two months to self-correct and then be disappointed that I'm back up 40 pounds on the scale. What you do tomorrow matters. And it's unfair to, you know, have to beat yourself up or to have to go through the guilt of throwing away all the progress you may have made because you you didn't plan and you ended up eating unplanned things late at night after having a day where you ate the way you wanted to. Well, and that's the thing, too. It's that, like, you know, you're good all week and then you just spoil it or, you know, you're good all day and then you spoil it at night and you go, oh, well, I, I tracked everything except the giant binge that I had that night. Like, so just... Owning your choices, being honest, and remembering that you can start fresh tomorrow. You can start fresh with your next choice. But the more we can plan ahead, the better prepared we will be because plans without plans are no plans. Are no what plans was, what at was, all. <laughs> I said when you fail to plan, then you don't have a plan. That is right. So, um, so think about what you can take charge of in your life. Stop being a victim of your choices and uh, turn the lights down low. Put on some flannels. Who cares? Listen to some Barry White music. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And just change the narrative about your after dark because you do have choices. After dark. After dark. dark. Uh, because no one might see it. The neighbors might not know. The, 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 the blinds are drawn. But your hips are going to know and the scale is going to know. So, uh, so start fighting back. And uh, listening to this podcast is a heck of a good start. It's a fantastic, fantastic <laughs> way. Um, so, uh, so thank you so much for for listening. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at We Only Look Thin, Instagram at We Only Look Thin, uh, Twitter at We Only Look Thin. I should say something like totally weird and different. And at blah 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 for <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and also remember that you're getting this podcast completely for free. For and free. All we ask we in return too. is that you. T- Take a moment and please rate and review us on iTunes. That would that in be- particular. Even if you're an Android user or you listen to us on the web, it would really help if you logged in and rated us on iTunes. Um, helps us get placed better, and uh, it doesn't cost you anything. It helps us out a lot. And more people will be inspired just like you are. So, uh, so if it's late at night and those candles are burning and you're a fist full of uh, Oreos are melting in your hands, just remember that we are... An inspiration, Asian, Asian, Asian after dark. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.